Stranger, uh, a scanner darkly? Uh, uh, yeah, that was the one with the, uh, just, uh, hang on. Uh, oh, my God. Iron Man. Yeah. No. What? Oh, yeah, and, and, and him. Yeah, yeah. yeah and him. <laughs> Iron Man, thank you, God. My brain. Um, yeah, no, it was, I liked it, but that whole, like, fake rotoscoping thing that they were doing was yeah. very icky. That was very weird. It, it didn't. It didn't sell me. I actually I owned that movie on HD DVD, and they're like, "Would you like to upgrade it to Blu-ray?" I'm like, "No, not really." <laughs> I'd really like to forget it, to be honest. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. And most people did. So I watched it during my um my art student days. So I was like trying to watch it and like you know scoff at everyone. I was like, "I get it. Why don't you?" <laughs> and like now I'm thinking back about it. I'm like, I don't get it. No, I'm really I'm being not. honest with myself. Yeah. I'm not trying to fool you guys. I have a confession to make. I don't know. I'm not really an art student. <laughs> Hello, and thank you for listening to Comic Issues, your favorite geeky podcast full of rants, ravings, and what, what is Anthony? Rants, called? ramblings, and ravings. Yes, there it is. <laughs> I'm your host, Andrew Pline, here with uh, three of the greatest geeks ever. Actually, two of the greatest geeks ever, because one of them's sick. Elizabeth Wallace! Jonathan Pimentel. <laughs> <laughs> we can't see each other, so we're like, there's no pointing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you haven't figured out by the sound quality difference, we are recording on Skype tonight. Uh, Anthony caught the bubonic plague. Yes, yes. So, uh, he... A moment of silence, please. Yes, moment. Yes. Her bubonic plague. And of course, plague. our concern, our concern first and foremost, is always for Anthony. Oh, when yeah. Drew told me that he was sick, the first words out of my mouth were, I'm not going to that German-fested pit over there because I don't want what he has. <laughs> And then the second words out of my mouth were, no, seriously, I don't want to get sick. But eventually, <laughs> eventually, I said, I hope he feels better. Yes, I, I think we all want him to feel better. But yes, there is the concern being a holiday weekend that we definitely do not want to get sick. Well, yeah, I got a lot going on next week. It's going to be kind of would be rotten time. Actually, any time is a rotten time to be sick. What am I saying? Yeah, it really is. I guess, like, what do you do when you, here's a question for you guys. This is a yes. random one. What, what is your, uh, your sick thing? What, what do you use to get over your sickness? Like your geek thing like i have a movie that i particularly watch whenever i'm sick well it's funny that you would ask that because i have a book that i read whenever i'm sick Ooh. all right so what's your book uh neil gaiman's fragile things it's a collection of short stories it sits in the bookshelf right by my bed so when i'm like curled up under the covers feeling miserable and whatever you get you know when you're sick you sleep forever and then you're still yeah. in bed and then you actually get bored of being in bed i will eventually like reach over to the bookshelf and be like oh look it's fragile things and it always makes me feel better well, of course, it's Neil Gaiman. Come on. Of course, yes. So, very nice. And there's so many. That book, it's like, it's got vampire stories. It's got stories about tarot cards. It's got stories about aliens. It's just, it's got a little bit of everything in that one. I think nice. It's a well-rounded book, it sounds yes, like. Yes, very much so. All right, Jonathan, what, what is your, your geek thing that you use to get over your sickness? I can't really. Okay. Well, I guess that would be... Um, Rerun episodes of Seinfeld or Community. Um, I I really can't stick with one thing because like when I'm sick, I, you know, I, I'm like Elizabeth says, just restless. I can't be in bed and I can't really be off my, you know, on my feet. So right. Right. I'm just constantly changing through whatever TV shows I have on DVD, like Reapers, one of them, and you know, Community and Seinfeld and Invader Zim. Invader Zim actually gets me through a lot, but yeah, that, that show certainly does help, and I, I and I do love me a good Seinfeld episode. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it just yeah. hits the spot. There's something special about that show. But it also doesn't... Oh, sorry. It doesn't require as much brain power as you might need for some other shows. It's something you can actually watch while you're sick. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. and then, like, I don't know, just... Um, I I own, like, the first two seasons. So, um, just, like, you know, I've seen these episodes a million times over, but it still feels like, you know, they're the first time I've watched it. So, oh, that's always fun. 
For me, it's kind of strange because like there's a movie that my mom I guess put on for me whenever I was six. So now it's like almost a necessity to like watch it, mm-hmm. and that's uh, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, well. oh that's a good one. Well, yeah, you can kind of fall asleep during uh, some of the sequences and wake up to a nice badass ending, you know. Nice, nice. It's very comforting. Definitely a comforting kind of movie. I can see that. Yeah, and it's like a movie that you can fall asleep during and then suddenly wake up and you're still at a good point. Like there's yes. not a there's not a bad point in that flick where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm sad that I missed all that shit. <laughs> Wait, so this is Empire we're talking about? Yeah, this is Empire. I don't know. The Han Solo scene always gets me down. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, because you have that grand finale like fight with Vader and Luke and then you have the, you know, yeah! And leaping off and sliding down the cool slide that looked always fun as a kid. Yeah. It, it but it's such a down ending, and that's all life is a series of down, down endings. endings. <laughs> well, I if had you're to in... that in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're in the worst part of your cold, though, maybe not that one. It's like, well, now I'm even more depressed. Jeez. Well, yeah, I guess it's kind of down, but I always, I always felt uplifted. Like, you know what? Shit just happened, but, you know, we're not going to take it. We're going to. Uh, Go get Han back and get the Millennium Falcon and all that jazz. So. Yeah, it's got John Williams stirring music in the end. Get yeah, all well, powered up. That in mind, then how come uh, Return of the Jedi isn't your favorite? Because then, like, uh, you'd be all like, "Oh man, a bunch of Ewoks are gonna come and help because me." Because I could fall asleep at any point of that movie and be happy that I fell asleep. Oh, not a fan, apparently. Well, I don't know. Like, for Return of the Jedi, like, I like it, but like, it's it's something that I like almost fast forward through. Like, it's right. like, oh, I just want to get to that speeder sequence, or I, oh, I just want to yeah. get to that, that final fight. Like, there's the, the beginning parts, I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't know. Just, I, was, I, I usually just kind of, like, you know, um, zone out for the first you know, few sequences until they get to the Sarlacc pit, and then that's when it starts to kick in for Well, me. I love the Rancor guy. Like, I do think that guy's awesome. I forget that his name. That makes me so sad. <laughs> He yeah. like runs up to it. He's just like, oh, oh it's dead. Just to see a big dude like that crying, it, it, it makes me upset. I, I want to remember his name now, and I can't. I, I want to say Panda Baba, but I don't think that's right. Does it really matter? No, it does. Because I, I want to test my knowledge here. No, Panda Baba was the weird guy that got his arm chopped off, right? Now, is this stuff that we knew from the movie or from the Star Wars official fan fiction? No, this is yeah, like action figures and video. Oh yeah, Panda, oh, there we Panda go. Baba was the dude that got his little arm lip, uh, rocked off by uh, Obi Wan in the you know the canteen. Uh-oh. The peach face guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or not the peach face. Like, yeah, he has the peaches for the mouth. Yeah, yeah. That guy, yes. Okay, I, I'm I'm looking up Rancor Trainer. <laughs> Jubnuck. Jubnuck. Well, I mean, duh. How can I was close, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely, very, totally. Wait, no, Jobnuck's not that. That was the Rancor. That was the... No, they're wrong. All right, I'm going to check this out on Bing, the world's most reliable search engine. Ah, Malaki. There you go. Malaki. Yeah, there we go. I used to to have that toy. I bought it for a friend of mine. Oh, Wait a minute. You had the toy? You bought it for a friend of yours? You didn't do one of those, I'm going to buy this for my friend, but I'm going to keep it for myself? Oh, no, no. It was, I can't believe they made an action figure of this guy. (laughs) And you know, you're, you're right. Um, the Bing is horrible. Bing is a terrible thing? <laughs> yeah, Bing is horrible. All the commercials say Bing is better. Don't you believe the commercials? Well, I remember hearing about that at the, the, the conference meeting where they were introducing Bing and, like, Balmer was all excited saying, like, Bing, and he was pointing to people to say, like, Bing enthusiastically. And mm-hmm. one dude did not say it very happy-like. And he's like, you're fucking fired. Well, maybe not the fucking part, but you're fired. And he's like, wow. really? Because I didn't say Bing enthusiastic and... Yeah. Hey, man, that marketing will kill you. Yeah, yeah. 
Especially- but to bring it back to Jedi for just a second, that is the only thing about the you know the, the versions that Lucas has gone with and just completely messed with and destroyed. The only thing that's better is the final song in Return of the Jedi. That's yeah. a much better song. It's yeah. way better. Jedi rocks over the nub nub. Uh, I, th- wait, wait a minute. You think the original song is better than the new song? I'm going to put it on right now while we're talking. Yes. Oh, God, kill me. <laughs> With all the Ewoks playing that. And then, you know, they also had, like, all the scenes of celebration going on Coruscant and all the other places. That The end of Jedi is the one. But don't they show Anakin, like, Annie instead of actual Vader yeah, at the end? They, yeah, they took Egghead Vader out and put little Hayden Christensen oh. in there. Then unfortunately he destroys the ending. So I can't say that the ending of uh, Jedi is good, but well, a lot of the ending is good. Well, actually, because it works like this, the special edition was just you know the new Jedi rock song, so that's fine. They still okay. have the old ghost, you know, Egghead, Darth Vader. Right, right, right. But then the super new special edition changed everything to it. Oh, to- you know what? I actually don't think I've even seen that. I think I heard someone say that they put Anakin in there, and I'm like, God. Well, they ruined Jedi in two parts. Okay, so first they, the okay, so this is the Blu-ray that they just released. Okay, the Blu-ray changes consist of like like two major things, and one which is not really a major. The first thing they do is they do um, the Ewoks now blink. What? Yeah, the Ewoks will blink. It's it's like a random thing. You're watching them, and then suddenly he'll blink, and you're like, wait, the Ewoks blink now? That's they they spent the money to digitally make their eyes blink. blink. Yeah, they... stupid. Like, oh, it, it, like it... just wait for the next version with the 3D eyelash rendering. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wicked gets like Cover Girl or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it's just terrible. So the so the, the the two major things they changed though that really just ruined it entirely. Uh, you know, the first thing is um, well. They kept Jedi rocks in there, which is terrible. But the second thing is that uh, the final scene with uh, the Emperor versus Luke, uh-huh. you know, the Emperor's like electrocuting the shit out of Luke, and he like turns to his father, he's like, Father! And, you know, like, total silent scene where Vader like looks at his son getting electrocuted, like looks over at the Emperor and just fucking snaps and chucks his ass down a well. <laughs> he says no now. Yeah, and I, and I was like, no, uh, no, 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 yeah. you're, oh, kidding. <laughs> oh, you're kidding me. Oh. And that was the one Brian Boussain impression that you get tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Mom. <laughs> oh. oh, God, that just hurts my heart so bad. God. No, it really does. And I was so mad because what I did uh, instead of buying, because I, I really wanted to buy them on Blu-ray because I was like, oh, my gosh, they're going to be a HD. It's going to be glorious. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to go spend $6 over at the Blockbuster and I'll be A-OK. Yeah, smartest move I ever did. Yeah, apparently so. God. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I had always the little why they feel like they have to add in dialogue or noises or shouts. I mean, when Luke first threw himself after getting his arm all slashed off and everything, he throws himself off, and it was this eerie silence the very first time you see it. And then in all the redone editions, they add in. I mean, I think it's a what is what do you call it? A Wilhelm screen or whatever that that awful, completely oh. generic scream ah! sound. Uh, <laughs> or as my sister says, what he threw himself off deliberately and it caught him by surprise. <laughs> well, it's funny because the the one sound effect that I, I like that they misuse is uh, breaking uh, pottery. Uh, oh, but I, I've been watching a lot of movies where they like shatter glass or something, <laughs> and they use the wrong sound effect, and it's like breaking pottery. <laughs> 
I'm like, that's, that's very good. That's very good for picking that up. You know what? Now I'm probably going to notice that every time I hear it. <laughs> I, I oh. laughed. It was like a serious little like CSI or something. And he like kicked the, kicked the window open. It was like, prink, you know, like a, a pottery break. And I'm like, no, 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 that's, that's not glass breakage there, sir. That was a Foley guy fail. Yeah. Continuing with like misuse sound effects. There's a scene in temple of doom when, um, Willie uh, slaps Indiana Jones and makes a punch sound. <laughs> you have to look that up on YouTube. I'm sure it's funny. But yeah, she slaps him, but it sounds like you know she just rocked him with a haymaker. <laughs> it's just nuts. Next time I see it, I'm just going to watch it with my eyes closed for just that one minute. Imagine you're just hauling off, clocking the shit out of him. <laughs> nice. Very nice. So, so in the the holiday ish kind of theme, I figured we could talk about the upcoming holiday films that are coming out. There is a shit ton of them. Yeah, uh, there quite are. I'm uh, going back to my list right now. You're going to. So, I think the the number one biggest, I'd say, yeah, probably the biggest Hollywood film or uh, holiday film right now would be The Hobbit. Which yeah, is coming out Cer- very shortly. Certainly, the most so, anticipated. But- yeah. By holiday film, do you mean that it's coming out on the holidays, or it's about the holidays? Well, it's not about the. I mean, it did. I don't think uh, you know, Bilbo Baggins gets left behind by his family, and he has to fend off. No, <laughs> 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 I would watch that movie too. Oh yeah, it, hands down. Which that, that, okay? So back to Home Alone because I need to hit this up. <laughs> okay. So so there's the burglars, right? There is right. the the short, like more chubbier burglar, and then there's the really tall, scrawny burglar, right? Right. Yeah, Donald and Goofy. Okay. Okay, yes. Yeah, I could not, for the life of me, remember the taller burglar's name. And he is in Christmas Story 2, which is a travesty that was made as the father of Ralphie. Oh, that happened. Yeah. But I, I told my boss, that I was like, hey, you know, uh, the, t- the taller burglar from Home Alone is in this movie as the dad in Christmas Story. And he's like, oh, you mean the guy from City Slickers? And I was like, Holy oh, shit. yeah. Yeah, hey, Bernard. <laughs> he is in City Slickers. <laughs> He's totally a hey, it's that guy. Oh, yeah. Man. And I was like shocked. And I was like, I can't believe I didn't remember that. And I was like, when was the last time I watched City Slickers? I, I think it's been about, about like 10 years. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. That and the, the sequel, The Search for Curly's Gold. <laughs> Such a great name for a sequel. Oh, it really is. Like, that one almost beats out uh, When Nature Calls. I thought that was a really good, solid sequel name. Do you yeah. mean uh, Ace Ventura? No? No, yeah, no, no. I watched no, no, that one in my room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, so, back, so back to the holiday films. Okay, so we got The Hobbit. I, I'm sure we're all looking forward to hitting that flick up. Yeah, because apparently Lee Pace is going to be in it, and I hear he's something else. Have you not been changed yet? Have you watched uh, any of the Wonderfalls that I've lent you? Nope. <laughs> They're sitting by my computer right now, well, alone, alone, forlorn, helpless, overhyped, overhyped. <laughs> because you've overhyped them. Seriously, by the time I watch these things, they better be the best damn thing ever. And <laughs> so oh much. I mean, apparently, Lee Pace is supposed to be a god among men, and this is the best movie or series that you'll ever watch. I, I would say that it's not the best series with him in it, but it is certainly one of my all-time favorite series. Let, let me let me help sell this for you real quick. Okay, okay. I, I took it out of our DVD collection. I had it by the front door. My wife says, who are you lending that to? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm going to give it to Elizabeth. And she's like, oh, okay. I just want to make sure we get it back soon because I want to watch it again. Oh, oh that's cool. Huh? Huh? This is the pie maker. Yeah. Oh, silence is frightened. 
Welcome Ooh, to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to last week's podcast, it opens with a meeting okay, of Elite Pace fan club. So that's always fun. Okay. Yeah. Well. All right. There we go. <laughs> all right. So, so just back- looking at this cut, I was just looking at it. It contains all thirteen episodes, including nine that never aired. I'm like, wow, that show really got canceled. Damn. Yeah, it, it was one of those special Fox shows that just got the shit kicked out of it before it could uh, get its wings. That's not fair. No, it, it really isn't. I mean, we've seen it with uh, you know Arrested Development. Well, Arrested Development at least got like three seasons. Yeah. Uh, Firefly is a, a perfect example of something oh, yeah. that has total potential and just got fucked with. Uh, but American Idol stays on for how long until the cast decides, and I'm done with this. Yeah, and then they go make The X Factor, which is just American Idol again, right? Right. Just with more things other than singing? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I guess, yeah. Well, it could be worse, though. It could be that other, uh, the, the new thing with uh, the dude from Jackass doing the karaoke with snakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Was it Killer Karaoke or something Yes, like Killer Karaoke, and I'm trying to remember the dude's name. Steve-O. It's Steve-O, that's right. I see it all the time between my hardcore pawn. (laughs) (laughs) That's really a thing? Yes, it is. Ouch. It's like like, um, one of those 90s game shows, like um, uh, Double Dare and stuff like that, where you have to do wacky things, except Uh, this time you have to do karaoke and you have to finish your song while you're having snakes thrown on you, you're running an obstacle course, or you're dunked into a tank of water or something. I don't know. So the clip I saw, Lady Singing a Country Song, and they have all these boxes that she's supposed to either put her hand in or her head in. Uh, the first one was a bunch of snakes. And she's putting her hand in the snakes and they're biting her and she's screaming as she's singing. She gets to the next what? box. They don't. They never show her what's inside. She just sticks her hand in. Huh. Um, and the second thing was a teddy bear. And she kept on touching the teddy bear and freaking the fuck out because she couldn't figure out what it was. Oh, jeez. And, and as stupid as this was and how hard I tried, I still laughed. Like... <laughs> And also couldn't stop watching it. No, it was. It was a YouTube commercial for it. And I seriously sat through the seven-minute trailer that they basically showed me of this. And I'm like, wow, that was really funny. <laughs> like I could have skipped this six and a half minutes ago. But... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the skip ad button is like blinking. It's walking across a screen. You're like, you sure you don't want to skip it yet? <laughs> it's like, judging you. It's like, dude, it's like seriously, you know you want to skip this. <laughs> Yeah, it looks terrible, but you know that's that's something you know it, it's on the air, and I'm just I'm shocked because you know things like Wonderfalls get you know, yep. gets canceled right away. Yep, because uh, it's too intelligent apparently. So. Well, it is. It, it's a, it's a show that um it it's it's just too much. It's I, I and I I think I've talked about this now for three episodes, so I should probably stop. <laughs> I started it. It's fine. It's my yeah. fault. All right, so so Hobbit though. I mean, yes. like the only complaint I have with the Hobbit is that are they really making a trilogy out of one book? They are. I think they are. And from what I can tell, the first book, excuse me, the first movie is going to be about like the first chapter of the book, where like all the dwarves come over, eat, and talk about their adventure. And mm. I'm assuming that the second book is going to be the adventure, and then the third book is going to be them talking about the adventure again. Oh dear! Just really? in retrospect. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, in practice, I like the idea of breaking books into more than one movie, just because it's, you know, you, you see books getting butchered to make movies out of them because there's so much to try and cram in there. But yeah. I think three, that's just money-grubbing right there. Yeah, just, that, that was yeah. my feeling, too, especially with The Hobbit, because I, I've, I've read the book. I've listened to the audio book on tape, and I've even watched that animated, you know, atrocity. Oh. And, like, yeah, okay, I know it's all rotoscoped <laughs> and shit, yeah. Um, and it's seriously, it can't be that long. Like it, like the first book, like the, it could bro- two movies. Yes. I could get yes. that. 
like halfway during the journey, you cut it, and then you have the whole thing with Smog. You know, is it Smog? I think it is Smog. Yeah. Smog. At the end, have the grand finale with the dragon. You know, yes. problem solved. But three movies, really? Like, yeah. But you know what? Now that I think about it, I always forget that there's this hugely epic battle that goes on in the second half. Because even after Smog's dead, then it's what is it? The the what is it? What uh, I can't remember. What is it called? The Battle of Five Towns or something, or, or Five Races or something? When you know the Elven King is after the Arkenstones or the humans, and the dwarves don't want to give it up. But you know, Frodo's the only one who knows where it is. I mean, I guess that is a lot to try and cram in. But still, it still seems like money grabbing. It, it bothers me because we have the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which yes. uh, any one of those movies could have been a hell of a lot longer. Oh yeah. Without a doubt, <laughs> except so for the are you last one. To go back and make all three of them three movies each? Uh, no, I would not Ooh. like that. I, maybe <laughs> uh, like I just want Tom Bombadil added in there. I mean that that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it'd make my dad very happy. It might have been okay to split the last movie into a couple pieces because that movie went on forever. Oh, the the endings. You're sitting there, you're like, okay, I drank a jumbo soda. I have to pee. Is, Seriously. Is this the last ending? <laughs> the audience was just laughing after like the third time that the lights kind of dim down and then they come back up. No, nobody's paying attention anymore. But it's like, oh, great. Even it's the projectionist. The, <laughs> the projectionist is all confused too. He's like, ah, fuck. No, I have no idea. So I was like, this is what happened to the humans. This is what happened to the elves. This is what happened to the hobbits. This is what's going to happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, Soon oh. you'll all be dead because you'll be <laughs> sitting here for years. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Uh, so another holiday movie. This is more of the cartoon kind of genre, but I know Wreck-It Ralph is still kind of going strong right now. And it's awesome. Okay, it is. It's it's worth it. On my list. Very, very Actually, good. all of these movies are really on my list. Come to think of it, so I haven't seen anything yet except for Twilight. That's not on my list. Sorry. No, no, Sorry, no, 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 not there yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but Wreck It Ralph. Um, I don't. Has anybody else seen it here? No. Okay, yeah, I got to see it um, opening night, and um, I, I, okay, like it's it's probably one of the best animated films I've seen in a long time. Oh, awesome! So, um, but that being said. I don't think it's going to hit its target audience, which by the looks of it would be like younger children. Mm-hmm. But if you just look at the premise, it's about an arcade. How many kids know what an arcade is anymore? Oh, yeah, that's, a, sure. that, that was, that's what I read online. Someone said the biggest piece of fiction in Wreck-It Ralph is that arcades still exist. Yeah. So. Yeah, but then like the weird thing is like you know in the same arcade you have the eight bit video game you have the uh, tacky uh, racing game and right. then you have a game that looks you know like the ones you see in movie theater lobbies where you pick up the gun like a first person shooter type deal mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it's 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 just amazing like you get completely different uh, feels for each of the worlds and it, uh, they were really able to bring it into like the whole like what if video games like had their own lives. It's it's Toy Story with video games. Is what oh, I'd like nice. to call it. All right, so so here's my questions to you because uh, I know this is not Pixar. This is definitely no. a, a Disney flick. Um, and so the Pretty last sure. Disney CG animated one was Tangled, correct? I didn't see Tangled, but oh, that really? does sound about right. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I haven't seen it either, and I'm actually kind of mad at myself about that. Everyone says it's wonderful, and it's on Netflix right now. Oh, please watch it on Blu-ray. Oh, I guess that's where I'm going to go after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like all I keep hearing because, like, you know, I work at a Disney store, and so like we're selling Tangled stuff constantly, and then everyone comes up to me, you know, talking about the movie and. The only thing I hear is, man, that horse sure was funny. Oh, I've heard that too, yeah. The horse did steal the show, but it is so uh, – she's the first princess in my mind that has a deep 
like understandable background. Like a really, it's not like I hate my father because he's tried to marry me to somebody. Right. It's it's more of kind of like the mother. Well, the sort of mother into the series is trying to protect her from everything, mm-hmm. and has kind of created this thing to where she hasn't experienced life yet. Got oh. it. Is this another example of a Disney movie where she doesn't have both of her parents? Uh, it's explained. I can't tell you without spoiling. Okay. No, no, no. I was just, it's just one of those things where I, I have a hard time thinking of Disney movies where they did have both their parents, you know? Yeah. So I was going to say one of her parents is with Bruce Willis and they've been dead the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good, good. I'll take it. That's right. That's going to make the movie completely different when I watch it. I'm like, yeah. You're like, holy shit. <laughs> All right. So, so more in the life category. Let's go with the life of Pi. Uh, did you guys ever read the book? No. No, I, I don't know anything about it, but all I know is, like, I keep seeing that commercial where it's like, it's the next Avatar. It's like, no, fuck you. Avatar <laughs> 2 is the next Avatar. <laughs> don't go throwing that label willy-nilly, okay? <laughs> I, uh, it's just, it doesn't, the book was fine. It was one of those bestsellers, like, eight years ago that everybody was just beating everybody over the head with. I thought it was fine. The fact that they made it into a movie doesn't surprise me, but it's been so long since that book came out. I'm just, I have no enthusiasm for it, but I don't know. The book's... I don't know. It's okay. It's I, I keep on seeing commercials for it, and I can tell you this. Like, uh, this is this is how they hooked me. They played the... I forget the name of the song. It's by Coldplay. Like, and I'm not a big Coldplay kind of guy, but like I heard the song they played in the background, and I was immediately like, okay, I have to go buy that song. So now I own Coldplay, you know, <laughs> same song that was in that stupid fucking trailer. Uh, God, it's, what was, it's, it's, it bothered me so much as I'm like, am I really that guy? Uh, it's Paradise by Coldplay. It is. Oh, I love that song. That song is <laughs> so <laughs> fucking good. But they play it in Life of Pi. They play like the they had this trailer. uh, It was it was funny. It was like a five second trailer like on Lifetime. They're like, no behind the scenes look at Life of Pi. I'm like, what? What the Life of Pi? Like I'm thinking an actual pie kind of thing. Right, right. Um, They show me the trailer and I'm just like, holy fuck! And I immediately like switched over to Apple TV, found the trailer in HD and watched it, and then went bought the Coldplay (laughs) song that was. Okay, to work in the Apple TV in there. (laughs) Well, that's what I did. I was like, I got to flip over because I was watching. TV. I'm like, switch. Time to switch to some, where can I find the trailer? I'm like, uh, the PlayStation's going to make me do an update. I'll go to the Apple TV. <laughs> so what you're saying is they really hooked you in with this one. Oh yeah, hands down. And now I keep on seeing more and more to it and I'm just like, you know what? I, I, I almost feel bad because I'm going to go see it in IMAX and in 3D. Like, I'm going to go do the whole, you know. Wow, they really got you. Do so you Jeez. know what the story is? Because as far as I can tell, it's an Indian boy in a raft with a tiger. Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. discovering uh, life and religion and all that type of thing. It looked really interesting. Like, yeah, I'm trying to remember. The book is very cerebral, so it's yeah. it's yeah. A lot of it takes place not the whole book, but a lot of it takes place in the boat. I liked the main character. It's 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 a book where you get done reading it, and there's a lot of different interpretations to what actually happened. So I am curious to see how the movie pulls that one off. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the sequel, Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's essentially what it is. It's just Indian Calvin and Hobbes. It's Calvin and Hobbes is the moral. That's yes. There you go. There. Another movie that uh, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm curious about the uh, Legends of the Guardians or whatever. Yeah, or, I really like the commercials for that one. I'm I'm getting a little hooked in with that. It the, just looks like a neat idea. The artwork alone has just like completely hooked me, like 100. Yeah. percent and, and it looks Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians, right? Uh, the, there you go. the other one is the. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. There's a Lord of the Rings game coming out. Something Guardians. <laughs> uh, Rise of the Guardians, I think. Uh, but anyways, back to the. What's this one called again? It's called Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the yeah. Guardians. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Future Anthony, edit that out. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the, the whole thing uh, kind of cracked me up was, I, I don't know if you've seen the bad guy to Rise of the Guardians, but he looks like Edward Cullen. I, yeah, okay, so um, while I was like checking out this movie, like just concept art and stuff, yeah. I was having a tough time you know, telling like what was um, supposed to be Jack Frost and who's, who's the bad guy. Yeah. And, um, and maybe it's just their art style that I kept getting the two mixed up. But for the longest time, I thought Jack Frost was the bad guy in this. You know, I, I did originally, too. I remember – okay, let but me it, find him real quick. I got the uh, the image. This is the fun of uh, doing this podcast. Uh, okay, so his name is Nightmare, and I'm trying to find one that's not linked to a Tumblr. Because <laughs> <laughs> they keep on sending me to Tumblr like, oh, look at Tumblr. I'm like, I, I don't want to look at Tumblr. I just want to – all right, so that guy, I swear to God, looks like Edward Cullen to me, and I, I can't get over it. He even has golden eyes. I'm bringing it up. Bam! Oh, that's right. You have terrible internet. I apologize. I do. There we go. Oh, my God, he does. Doesn't he? Oh, my God. I actually wondered if Robert Pattinson worked on it or something. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think that's just just very terrible, terrible coincidence. Oh, wow. I didn't know Hugh Jackman was in that movie. Oh, Nice. And Alec Baldwin. Okay, Jude Law. All right. Yeah. Chris Pine is fucking Jack Frost. Hey, nice. I'm in. Yeah, yeah sold. Uh, don't need much more than that. <laughs> nope. It's, nope. Yeah, it's going to take me some more to get into that. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> I, I was listening to a synopsis of it, and it's basically like, you know, all these um, characters of myth and holiday, they all have to pull together to uh, stop, I guess, Nightmare mm-hmm. uh, from being Nightmare. And... Um, Meanwhile, like you have, you know, all these guys teaming up with their new unique abilities and background stories, and then there's Jack Frost showing up to be like, nobody remembers me. And it's just like, are, are you? <laughs> are you really going gonna... to pull Droopy out for us? I am going to pull Droopy. Out. Yay! <laughs> nobody remembers me. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, you got Droopy being there. I mean, excuse me, you have uh, Jack Frost being there. Like nobody remembers me, and you got you know. I don't know, like, why are we supposed to remember Jack Frost? The only time I remember Jack Frost is, um, what is his name, Martin Short from the Santa Claus movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that says, okay, and then there's a uh, stop-motion version of him. But as, as far as I'm concerned, he's just there to give Santa Claus a hard time. I don't know any other characteristics of that, you know, uh, myth. I, or... I only know that my dad teasing my mom and... In Christmas time, Dad's always singing Jack Frost roasting over an open fire. <laughs> and I was like, that's not how it goes. Wow, the, the version I heard was Barney <laughs> roasting on an open fire. Oh, well, that one too. So. Dinosaur cooked to a crisp. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard any version. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Toby. Are you going to do the Roger Rabbit version where he's going up through? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> going up here. <laughs> Nice, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. Guardians, though, it's no, Fracked. Now we're gonna get uh, Bobcat on here too. <laughs> oh god. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> You're not gonna give me the Bobcat? <laughs> no, that was more of an Anthony thing. I can't really. I, I spent okay. I was at Disneyland on Sunday, and I did the Bobcat voice for my friend all day long. And I wore out my voice like that. So by the time I got home, like I spent all Monday whispering. So I, I don't. I can't pull that out just yet. Maybe next episode. All right. Uh, so <laughs> other other holiday ish kind of you know flicks. Oh, we right, also right. have Skyfall. 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 Yeah. Have I'm you heard the talk- song? Yeah. Um. Uh, Adele does it right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've talked to people like 
everybody who's seen it loves it, and I've talked to people who both saw all the movies before it and saw none of the movies before it, and everybody still loved it. So it's not even like you have to be all caught up on the series to enjoy it. Well, in all honesty, as long as it was better than Quantum Solace, I think you're kind of... you're. you're, you're... Which I- I didn't see that one, so I guess that's good. Oh, yeah. So, okay. theaters, so. <laughs> Quantum Solace could be wrapped up with just watch the first five-minute car chase and you're good. You know? okay. Yeah, that's that's probably why I liked it so much. Just because like, the first one, there's a lot of the espionage and then like a lot of character development. And then there was hardly any action, at least from my taste. And then the second one seems to be, like, be the uh, making up for all the action from the first movie. Nice. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. I've heard nothing but good things about it, but I heard the the, the villain to Skyfall is supposed to be pretty badass. Yeah, and I don't know um, what to take from that because I don't I don't know what constitutes as a good Bond villain anymore. Well, true, but my dad just said he's creepy as all hell, and he's the dude. Oh fuck! I, I know I know this. I should know this. Well, I'm pulling out IMDb to the rescue. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm typing Skyfall. Oh yeah, Javier Bardem. There you go. I see it. Yeah, which, like, that doesn't... If you don't know what I'm talking about, No, no Country for Old Men. He was the villain in that one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Now, creepy. Yeah. Creepy. <laughs> Extremely creepy guy. Looking at all the uh, movie posters on his IMDb page, and he just looks creepy in all of them. Yeah, he really does. Everything he does. Just... Yeah. Well, he's been in a lot. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Let's go through this whole list and read them off and talk about what <laughs> He pray no. love. Woo. He was? Oh shoot. <laughs> oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> he was a creepy guy in Eat Pray Love. Isn't that like a chick flick? Oh god, that was such a terrible I, I remember when Eat Pray Love that was actually how uh, Pimentel and I met. Yup. Uh, <laughs> we were making fun of people that went into that theater. Yeah, because there was <laughs> there was three movies out. There was um Expendables, Expendables and, uh, Scott Pilgrim and Eat Pray Love. Yeah. And we were sitting there, and as people were coming up, because we were waiting in line forever to see Scott Pilgrim, and we were guessing what movie they were going to ask us where the theater was, because that was what happened. Like, everyone would come over and be like, is this the theater for Eat, Play, Eat, Pray, Love? And we'd be like, no, it's over there. Or is this the theater for, <laughs> be like, hey, man, is this the, the theater for ex- Expendables? <laughs> oh, he'd start flexing. We're like, no, that's over there. Thanks, yeah. bro. <laughs> and then you chest bump you, and you're yeah. just like, ouch. <laughs> you hurt me. <laughs> But it, but it became a game. Actually, it was a game to see like what what theater are they going to? And it was actually a pretty good time. And we were, I think, we we're batting like almost a hundred percent by the end of the uh, the evening. Because I remember there was like a group of like three girls that just started walking towards us, and like they didn't even finish what they were saying. We we're just like, it's over there. Yeah, it's over there. <laughs> <laughs> just like bunch of women together out there with the, I don't know, Easter, Easter dresses, just like oh. yeah, they're they're wearing uh, the uh, UGGs, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> There okay. was a very particular dress code for that movie. So there's like, all right, so there's racial profiling, which is bad. But what yeah. would you call it when you guys are like profiling people by what they look like, by what movie they're going to go I see? I call it's it Sherlock be... Homing because that's oh, all I nice. was. Oh, nice, nice. I, I don't know. I just call it knowing people's audience. Yeah, there you go. Well, was, I mean, yeah, but I want a catchy name for it. Come on. Oh, okay, so. Homing? Um, homing? No. Because of, well, because of Sherlock Homing? Yeah. Or, or Sherlocking, I mean. Sherlocking is good. Sherlocking. Sherlocking. Okay. No, that's covering it with a layer of paint. We don't need to do that. <laughs> Sherlock. I don't know. I think that we should use that because we're covering our their you know choices with a very thin layer of paint, just yeah. like yeah, okay, good. Just like that. So that's I'll take it. But no, do you remember because that one the one group of chicks they kind of like scoffed at us like. 
Like, what do you know? And then they like kind of walked in shame over to eat, pray, love. Like, <laughs> it's over there, and they're just like, you didn't know where we were gonna go. Oh, here it is. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I guess you do know where I'm going. Darn. Was it that movie that some dude ran? Like, he to leave the Eat, Pray, Love theater, he did like a splinter cell like barrel roll out of there. He like just. <laughs> No! Yeah, like, like it was weird because, like, um, I'm pretty sure it was that movie where he, like, he did like an action movie duck and roll outside of the theater, and then he just like walked away like nothing happened. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone else is standing around going like that happened. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the other because the other group that we did have was like the hipsters and everyone else going to go see Scott Pilgrim. You know, yeah, the, oh, the the geek glasses, you know, t-shirts, you're just like. Right. Right, right people that just rolled through a hot topic and they ran out with the Scott Pilgrim t-shirt, wristbands, yeah. shoes. Posers. They were like, yeah, is this sex bomb? And you're like, ugh, sex bomb, fucker. <laughs> but yeah. I read all book. Yeah. <laughs> I read book. It was good. <laughs> but that was the other funny part was like half the women actually had the Eat, Pray, Love book with them. Yeah. <laughs> They carried it with them into the movie? Yeah, like, they, they were like, oh, there might be a line. I better bring my book with me. And I'm just like, oh, really? Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm speechless right now. I'm just thinking, like, what would you do with that? You're just, like, following along with the movie. Yeah, and like, like, Julia Roberts <laughs> turns to the screen. She's like, beep. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. Oh, yeah. It's just like, you know, she finishes a line of dialogue, and you just hear, just... <laughs> You'll turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Bring. <laughs> and every now and then the theater lights come up. Yeah. So make sure that they're all together. Oh, uh, yeah. hey, what page are we on? <laughs> We're like, God, I hated you in high school. <laughs> so so the other, I, I don't know if it's, I, I'm just going to go through it. Another movie, we got, of course, Twilight, which we've already discussed last week. It was awesome. Yes. Uh, but I think everyone has pretty much seen it that it was going to go see it. Thoughts? Yeah. Which means I'm not going to. So yeah, I have no, Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, well, yeah, you're no I'm glad it did well. I no, yeah, yeah, it did. And it, it actually, uh, Lincoln beat it out though, which was weird. <laughs> you should see what somebody posted. It was, I, I think it was a friend of yours and mine, Drew, but somebody put up a post and said, Lincoln is doing well in theaters. Traditionally, this has not always been the case. But, um, dumps. Yeah. Wow, that, that's yeah. actually a really good uh, quote. I'm going to have to go find that and like it. <laughs> My boss posted that, and then I was like, oh, man, my boss is so clever. And then someone posted a meme with that, and I was just like, hey. Uh, <laughs> I see how you are. <laughs> so so one of the biggest holiday movies, actually, I think it comes out on Christmas Day, is Les Miserable. Is that Les Mis? Les Mis. Just be safe. Say Les Mis. But, oh, my God, can I not wait for that film? I am so excited about it. Um, it's got Anne Hathaway in it, right? Not just Anne Hathaway; it has a Amanda Seyfried. And so it's got Anne Hathaway in it, right? <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, yes it Yay! does. Yes. It actually has a really good cast. You have Anne Hathaway, Hugh Jackman, and Amanda Seyfried. Russell Crowe, which seems weird to me, like because I know he has to sing some parts. You know, I think I can see it. Holy shit, Borat's in this. Well, he he was in Sweeney Todd, so oh, that's, that's not. Who was he in Sweeney Todd? He was the um, other barber dude, like the uh, the, the, oh, the rival yes. barber. Yes, yes. Yeah. And he's actually really good in that. I like this character. He actually showed me that he had some range, other than you know hitting camera shows. Nice. Yeah, certainly. I, I I don't know this this movie though. To me, looks amazing and awesome, and I'm really excited. But I'm kind of 
I don't know. It, it seems almost um, like time appropriate too, because I know we just had that whole like you know. Well, it's you know, Occupy. Everything has already been going on forever, but this yeah. is kind of in that same degree because that's essentially what the the story is going to be about. Correct. I, I, story. <laughs> I yeah, I, I hesitate to say this, but I've I've never read the book and I've never seen the musical, and so I I am not the person to ask. Okay. My sister read it and saw the musical, so um, well, it, let's, it's let's pull her up on Scott. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I have I have friends who are huge musical fans, and they're very disgusted with me at this point that I don't even know the basics of the story. So they're like, well, Hugh Jackman's going to be in it. Isn't that perfect? I'm like, um, yes. I don't know. Yeah. Wait, I, I, does I, Anne Hathaway shave her head in this? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Oh, okay. Still not not on board anymore. Or? No, no, I'm still going to see it. It's just that I was going, you know. Yeah, it, okay. It does deal with the Paris uprising, so yeah, it, this is definitely going to be that whole. Natalie Portman did it first. That's all I got to say. <laughs> she did, and she also That's did that you? nice little, uh, you know, Catholic schoolgirl outfit or whatever she wore in that. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know, like uh, Natalie Portman um, with her, her head shaves. It, it really made me realize, like, she's kind of built like a lollipop. There's nothing wrong with that, but like it just it emphasized it in a way that I wish I had never seen. <laughs> I hope that I don't see the same with Anne Hathaway. I hope everything's all. Important. No, we've seen her. I mean, well, no, I don't think so. I don't think she's built the same way. I think it'll be safe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You gotta go rewatch the I, Princess Diaries again. Yeah, I, I can't have, keep having these things ripped out from under me. For the longest time, I thought Anne Hathaway only knew how to smile because, like, once you see her go from the ugly to pretty in uh, Princess Diaries, like, she never stopped smiling. And so I was just like, "Good God, what did they do to her?" <laughs> <laughs> what did you do to Anne Hathaway? She's smiling, yeah. and then she turned to a life of crime. I just, you know, oh yeah, yeah. Was that a Princess Diaries sequel? What? <laughs> no, actually, I. <laughs> Because it, it's interesting. I, I've never watched The Princess Diaries until like this past weekend, and I was so depressed because I was really hoping they were going to go for because they could have had a third one. Like this, this is my. Theory. I thought there was a third. I know this Princess Diaries one and two. Okay. She, the first one is she has to become a princess, and the second one I think is she has to marry somebody in time. But, yeah, and there's like shoes involved. Yeah, I, I was hoping <laughs> this movie sounds dreadful. Sorry. <laughs> no, it, actually, it's kind of fairly entertaining. It's kind of funny. Uh, but the the idea that I was because they were always talking about her father. They were always talking about her father in the first one a lot. They're like, "Oh my gosh, her father!" And they like, "Who is her father?" And I'm like, "Holy shit! What if it was she, like her father was like Daniel Craig, and like she's like like James Bond's daughter?" And then you could have a third one instead of being like the Princess Diaries, it'd be like a Secret Agent Diaries Cars too. Oh, <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a movie I would definitely watch. Like where she has to defend her country now, like her country's being overrun, and she has Alongside to. Alongside like... Vader. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just saying that your idea for sh- Princess Diaries is Cars Two. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, Cars Two is like they go across, they go overseas, and then Vader gets involved in espionage. Well, no, like, but he's not related to uh, what I, Finn McMissile, I think, is his name, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got schooled with cars at work. Uh, the other guy, one of my uh, coworkers, his uh, son collects all the cars, and he was trying to find one of them. And he's like, "Oh, you should see Finn McMissile. He's really awesome." And, uh, I saw them all, and like, I don't, to, I don't have time to remember their names. <laughs> all I know is that there's Lightning McQueen and Mater, and then like there's others that there's come others. with the box set. Well, there's a there's a Popemobile car too, which I was really shocked about. Yeah, and then there's um, the space set that you could buy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you certainly know a lot about the products sold at Disney. Hmm. Yeah, why is that? I wonder. I wonder. Well. well. 
Oh, good times. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's Fantasy good times. It, it's interesting, though, because you know, why these are movies that are out in theaters right now, I, I know there is uh, December, I think it's December 4th, and we got Batman Dark Knight Rises is finally coming out on Blu-ray. Nice. Which yes, I'm, and I will get that, and I will lose a day watching all three back-to-back-to-back-to-back. I, I luckily have already started watching them. I did them, uh, was it two months ago? Like, I made my grandmother watch them with me. And, How'd that go? Uh, <laughs> it's not, number one, she loved it. Number two, she's like, it was too violent. And I'm like, God, how is number three going to go down? Oh. Because <laughs> three, I think, was more violent than, you know, two was. Uh, that's a good point, because, I don't know, just the Joker is so disturbing all the way through two. I almost think he makes up any kind of, like, out-and-out violence. He's so good at threatened violence. Maybe it, he's not actually doing anything at the moment. True. And it, what's interesting is I told her, it's like, you noticed that there was zero blood. Like, there's no, there's no blood in the entire movie. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. Like, you know, like, I was going to say that, you know, only for the third one, like, all the violence was implied, but that's pretty much for the uh, second one, too. You never yeah. actually see any of the murders, except for, of course, like, the gratuitous shooting, where it's just like, well, that's kind of expected. <laughs> yeah. But then the, um, that's right, the pencil in the eye, you never saw that. You just cringed thinking about it. And then with Bane snapping the dude's neck, you never see it, you just hear it. Oh, uh, be darned. That's yeah, but, very interesting. I didn't well, well, catch. He, they do take a kind of Hitchcock approach to that. I mean, like they don't show things; they just kind of imply it, which is more scary than actually seeing the. Yeah, because I think we've talked about it before. I mean, I don't um, violence doesn't bother me all that much, and even you know, blood is not that great, but it doesn't bother me that much. It's when they just really lovingly linger on the gore that I just don't want to watch it anymore. I mean, yeah. it's just it just goes, and it's true that all the like, I think. All the way back to Silence of the Lambs, when you hardly saw any of the details over what was happening, but what you didn't see freaked the hell out of you. That's good stuff. Yep, yep. good times. Nice. Fantasy good times. <laughs> How we got to holiday <laughs> movies to implied violence, I'm not really sure. But, well, know. we're talking Dark Knight, and it just uh, it just happened. It just went that just way. Ha- yeah. I'm sorry, my ADD keeps bringing us off course. I'm just kind of like... no, no, no. That was that's what makes a podcast fun. You don't want to stay on course the whole no, time. No, no, definitely. You uh, wonder other holiday movies that are out. I know we have Brave, which is out right now, which I I'm gonna watch, but I'm not gonna buy. Yeah, you weren't really fond of that one, were you? No, I, I heard the story plot, and I, actually, I should rephrase that. I didn't hear the story plot. I guessed the story plot, and I was oh. very sad when I was right. So, uh, I um, saw the World of Color at California Adventure, and they had like a segment that was dedicated to Brave. Mm-hmm. And like just hearing like the um, bagpipes and the drum beating and looking at the chick riding on the horse, I was like, I gotta see this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Because like all the all the trailers, one hundred and twenty thousand percent sold on that. Like I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is going to be great. I'm glad that they finally took the time to do uh, what I was calling like a Miyazaki approach to like Pixar films, like something that might be serious, you know? Right, right. And it's totally not serious. Do you, can I can I just tell you the story plot? Uh, no. No? Can, can no. I just ruin it for everybody? No! Come on, it'll be fun! No! I haven't seen it yet, but I intend to see it. The bears. Yeah. I know there's something to do with bears. I know she shoots bows and arrows and has red hair. That's all you really need to know. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Apparently, right. that's all I need to know to sell the products because, you know, I. I was trying to uh, find out some key scenes so I could sell stuff better to from like little kids. Yeah. And so this little girl came in and I was just like, "Hey, so what's your favorite scene from Brave?" And she goes, "Um, all of it." I'm like, "Oh, you suck." <laughs> Get out of You're my not, store. You are not helping me, kid. <laughs> no soup for you. No soup for you. Uh, other ones, <laughs> uh, we got Prometheus finally hit Blu-ray, which I am intending to watch. 
Anyway. Did you you did did you see it in the theater? No. Well, <laughs> well, there was a reason for that though. I mean, I got a bundle of joy here for a particular reason. He oh just, yeah. He just happened to be you know getting to that point where he might be showing up right around That's the time for me. Right. That was right around that time. I'll be darned. Well, actually, Dark Knight Rises was right around that time, too. And I uh, waited. So it was uh, yeah, and I waited until he was born to do all of those things. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, uh, I really want to see this. Actually, I waited till he was born and then went to Dark Knight Rises, terrified that somebody was going to shoot up our theater. <gasps> see, I that was never a, a thought that occurred to me when I went to see the movie. The, into, the only thought I had when I wanted to see that movie was I really hope this fat guy stops groaning behind me. Because I went to see it by myself in the middle of the day, and it was just me for the longest. And yeah. then the, the little segment that starts before the movie that started to kick up, and this really heavyset dude sits behind me. And then you know he's sitting down, and he keeps shifting in his seat. And I, I don't know if he was grunting or air was just escaping his folds, but I just kept hearing, Ugh! Ugh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my goodness so I was just like oh gosh so I left my awesome seat and I went to the back of the theater just so I could avoid that and the good thing I did too because like Mrs. Um, Large came in and she sat right next to him and the two of them did that throughout large chunk of the film uh, <laughs> oh i'm all disturbed but we had uh, <laughs> similar experiences uh with our me, me and my wife we went on our honeymoon to hawaii up in Kauai. beautiful beautiful place uh but if you only like to hike because it's like seriously once it hits eight o'clock it's game over there's nothing to do so we took this uh this tour bus or it was actually a tour van and it was supposed to go across hawaii showing you all the places that they film movies in like I am totally down for this for one reason, and that's because they're taking me to Jurassic Park. Oh, I was going to say that. That's awesome. Yeah. Is it everything I wish it was? No, it it totally was not. (laughs) We get in this thing, and there's this couple that's – I guess they're on a vacation or something, but they are Mrs. and Mr. Large. Um, and how I described it to get my money back to the lady on the phone because I called up the place to get my money back because I was so upset. Yeah, I, I was like, uh, "Ma'am, um, I can smell their crotch." Uh, <laughs> uh, ah. And you should have heard that there was a dead air followed by like, uh, like <laughs> <laughs> very Simpson esque, and then followed by, "We will return your money." And I said, "Thank uh-huh. you." Because I was. Wait, were you still on the thing when you called? I, I we were uh, taking a break at Elvis. Like there was an Elvis place that we were hitting up, and we we're gonna get some uh, drinks or something. Yeah. And the two ladies that were in front of me were texting back and forth about the smell. <sighs> and I was yeah. like, "Hey, what's your phone number so I can get on this conversation?" Because <laughs> <laughs> it was so gross, and they were like making out too, which made it even worse. I mean, they're like bumping, grinding in the back seat too, and you're just like, "Oh, how old were they?" I would say like forty five. Like, That's too old to be doing that. Yeah, yeah, and they had a, like a 15 year old daughter with them, who she started Ooh. smarting off during it. She goes, she goes, uh, as we're starting, she's like, "Oh, I hope you guys don't, you know, think you're going to win the trivia because I'm going to totally school you guys." And I fucking nail. It was so awesome. They're like, "Okay, so name what scene this is from." And it was from Jurassic Park. But yeah. I swear to God, all I needed was like a split second. I'm like, "Bing, bing, bing!" Jurassic Park. Booyah! <laughs> Yeah, she's crying in the bag. No, no, when you first started that part, I thought you were going to say, like, I totally nailed her in the face with my fist. Like, I thought that's where the story was going. I was like, yeah. (laughs) No, but certainly it was one of those moments where you're just like, fucking hell. Like, really? And they were like right behind us. Yeah. And that smell. And you're just like, and my wife like turned to me like, we need to get off this, you know, this thing. And I'm like, I know I want to go to Jurassic Park, but not that bad. (laughs) 
Nothing is worth that. No, it was as if Dennis Nedry was behind me making out with somebody. Ugh. That was a Jurassic Park reference. <laughs> that was a Jurassic Park. Boy, it took my brain a couple seconds, Dennis. Did you what did the fat guy from Jurassic Park? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Newman. I, I just kind of waited for someone to um, put that into layman's terms for me. Sweet. Yeah. I just know him as fat guy from Jurassic Park. There, or you're just welcome. Newman from Seinfeld, you know. Hey, you hey, was it just me or like in the raining scene when um, he gets eaten by the dude and he's like, you want the stick? Go get the stick. Yeah, yeah. Does the stick look like uh, Slim Jim to you? I think it was a Slim Jim. Because it always looked like Slim Jim to me. Now I'm going to have to go back and look at it. Yeah, that, that is a question. Which actually brings us to another question. We actually asked a geek question, uh, Yeah, I think it was last week. Uh, it was, uh, you know, geek question. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving for our U.S. fans, and it's time for a gathering. If you could have dinner with any three geek icons, real or fictional, who would they be? Now, I don't want to mess up your nice segue, but how did you get from Slim Jim to Thanksgiving dinner? Food! It's just famous people and eating, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Just yeah. wanted to make sure you're like, hey, that brings us to another. I'm like, wait, I don't see the connection here, but okay. So In my mind, there's lots of connections. It's good. It's fine. It's good. I'll take it. I'll take yeah, it. All right. So, so let's, let's go with you guys. So, Jonathan, who's your, your three picks? My three picks are Christopher Lloyd, nice. uh, Dan Aykroyd, and cool. Kevin Smith. Because if you're going to have any geek icon, you need Kevin Smith on there. I want Dan Aykroyd there because Ghostbusters for one and Blues Brothers for the other. Um, and I think he's just he's probably got some am- amazing stories from uh, SNL days. And um, uh, and, uh, Mr. Detroit or whatever, or Dr. Detroit, that was his. <laughs> and uh, Christopher Lloyd, I think, just because he's Doc. And... Um, I don't know. I, I just I think it would be uh, uh, enjoyable to hear all three of those voices around the same dinner table. Just Kevin Smith for one, just because he's always got something to say. He's got an entire network built about that. Oh, yeah, and, definitely. Yeah, and then Christopher Lloyd, I just find his voice to be so entertaining. And if I, there was room for a fourth, I'd probably put Robin Williams, but then like that would negate any other choices I have because he'd probably hog up every... Probably. <laughs> did, you, did you see <laughs> that Family Guy yet? Yes, I did. Like, it was <laughs> shocking in all forms. Uh, Peter got the gift to turn everybody into Robin Williams by touch. <laughs> and it was just, it's everything I thought my Thanksgiving dinner would be if I chose Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah, it, entirely. I was just like, holy shit. Uh, uh, Elizabeth, who did you choose? Um, I was tempted to pick just a bunch of solely pretty boys just mm-hmm. to hang out with, but I actually wanted to have... Yeah, <laughs> some eye candy to go along with that. Yeah. Sure, no problem. I can, I can uh, see the reverse sign. You know, no shirt. <laughs> Seriously, no shirt, no pants, no shoes. Plenty of service. <laughs> no, so I kind of spilled mashed potatoes on your chest. <laughs> Here, Oops, there goes the gravy. Oh, let me get that for you. Mom. <laughs> So I decided to split the difference in the oh, end. I wanted to, I got I got some pretty, but I also got just entertaining. And I Nathan Fillion oh, and as in. Alan Alan Tudyuk, is that how you say his name? Wash from Serenity. Nice. Yeah, and um Neil Patrick Harris. Um wait, wait. Uh, Alan Tudyuk. He played Wash. He was also in the, the latest Transformers movie like one of the only good things about yeah, the, the last Transformers. But between the three of them, I mean, just just to hear them, the conversation, and as they make fun of each other, and just would you just die laughing? Really would. Then he's Steve the pirate from Dodgeball. Why don't you guys say so? Sorry. <laughs> yes, he is Steve the pirate. From he's, he's also um, Turbo in Wreck It Ralph, oh. and like his voice I didn't for know uh, in that one. Yeah, his voice for the character is basically um, Edwin. So. 
Like the entire time I'm watching, I was really hoping it was Ralph Garman doing. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna win the candy race, don't you know? <laughs> I, I was, so those are my three. The minute you said Edwin, I was like, oh, wait for it. There should be impression following this in three, <laughs> two. And I failed to dis- disappoint you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for, right. And for you, and for me. Okay, so the three people. Like, I, I have this fascination. There, there was a uh, fake post that was posted uh, up on one, one website that basically said, if you post up that says that Bill Murray can stay at your house, uh, he will. Like, he oh. will randomly <laughs> show up at your house for a party and stay there, but you can't tell anyone that Bill Murray's there. Like, you have to play incognito a little bit. So my first choice, of course, was Bill Murray because I'm just like, holy shit, dude! That would be awesome. Like Ghost, but you said Ghostbusters earlier, Pimental. But I'm like, man, I, I like Dan Aykroyd and all, but it's really all about Bill Murray, you know. I thought I thought of Bill Murray for a second, but I um, I, I saw him in um, Zombieland, and I just I, I don't think I could look at him because just because like I'd be afraid, like you know, I'm gonna be the one to kill him for real. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna fly, try playing a joke on me, and then I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill Bill Murray. That, that was You'll the saddest back, huh? but best scene in that movie. I was like, no, I love Bill Murray. Like, I'll be devastated when he passes. Like, yes. Like, it's going to break me in, like, a million pieces. It was like that and uh, Leslie uh, Nielsen, uh, Naked Gun Dude. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember the day that he died, everyone said it was Liam Neeson died. And I was like, no! And then like, <laughs> Leslie Nielsen died. And I was just like... That's still sad, but just yeah. not in the same way. <laughs> it was actually weird because, like, you know, I hear starlets and stars die all the time, and it never really upset. But I saw a picture of him, and I was just like, I'm going to miss you, man. Like, yeah. I yeah. really liked you. Yeah. Okay, so back at a cheery subject now. Hey. Uh, I went for my second pick. I went for Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh, nice one. Good one. Oh, he'd be just a dream to just I, – I, I sit there and stare for hours just talking. And you can tell he's got a sense of humor because he's got his own character on American Dad. That's true, too. Yes, yes. Uh, and the grand finale, I actually, on my uh, on the Facebook, I said Alan Rickman because I think that'd be just, like, fucking awesome. But I've opted out, and I've gone with David Tennant instead. Oh, good choice. Oh. Excellent. I approve. Yeah. Why Why did you make that choice? Uh, it's kind of like with, with Bill Murray, Patrick Stewart, Alan Rickman, it, the energy is just a little too low. It'd be, like, so, um, I don't want to say posh, but definitely, like, it'd be, it wouldn't be as high energy or as high fun. You know, I I think if you threw David Tennant in there, there'd be enough uh, spontaneity that it might spawn like interesting conversations. I think you're right. I think you're right. I love all those actors. Don't get me wrong, but I just I I could see it it being a little bit more just kind of drier. And that's Thanksgiving. You got to have a little bit of fun. You You really do. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I'm still trying to think. Like, you could keep your old list, but what character? You know, if you could have a fourth, who would you add to? balance everything out well i guess david Tennant could balance that out but i don't know if alan rickman's there i don't know if you want david Tennant there too nah. no i was thinking you don't think alan part. rickman and david Tennant would get along no i think they would but it would be it's just a, a okay i guess maybe alan rickman kind of brings it up a level like you have patrick stewart there which we know he has a sense of humor but he's kind of he's he's, he's kind of like you know it's a little more dry well he's, he's shakespearean you know very ah, you know classy classy okay. there we go classy and you throw in Alan Rickman, who is also in that same caliber, just very, you yeah. know, classy dude. You know, and then, and then Bill Murray would not be his maybe his zany self because you know he have this kind of like Shakespearean. Ah, yeah, it's, it's all about balance, I guess. Yeah, but uh, I think my question is like, if you had all the all three people trying to act classy, who would you throw into the mix to make it 
more lively. Um, uh, I'm thinking Bob, like Bob just Cat. one person that would have to be like some superpower of high energy. Yeah, Bobcat. We'll just throw a Bobcat in there. Bobcat in there. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you didn't go with Johnny Knoxville and a pilot cap. No, that would nah. be. Nah. Yeah. No, no, no last stand Actually, for anybody? Actually, you know, screw it. I know who I want, and I'm going to look him up because <laughs> I can't remember his name. Uh, there we go, Brad Williams. Bam. Brad. Wait a minute. Clue me in. Uh, he is a midget comedian. Oh! He has, is... I like how he went for the high uh, energy with the low person. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just, it's funny, I heard this guy, and he is really, really funny. Like, yeah. Like, funny, like, it's just, he's great, and, and really worth it. So, hi- highly recommended for a comedian, Brad Williams. Bam. Nice. Very good. I think, I think he could mix it up a bit to make it a little bit more fun. Jolly good. Jolly good. <laughs> Quite. So, uh, we asked this question on our Facebook, which you guys are always welcome to participate in. We actually would like you guys to. I mean, this is a community, and it's, it's, it's for everybody. And it's much more fun when you guys chip in on that. Uh, totally. And this was a very popular question. Yeah. Uh, we actually had Sean Proctor. Uh, he was the first to respond, so kudos there. Uh, Will Wheaton, Gary Gygax, and Stan Lee. Nice. Now, Gary Gygax is dead. Yeah, but that would make it even more interesting, technically. Yeah, everyone would be talking about the body the whole night. <laughs> Why is that there? <laughs> well, it freaked me out because I'm watching Walking Dead right now, so it just kind of like it, – it made me like uneasy at the dinner table to have a possible walker there, so – yeah, yeah. So would it be a body or a zombie in your? Opinion? I was thinking zombie myself. It is Gary Gygax. He'd yeah. probably figure a way to pull that off. Yes, okay. definitely. Uh, John Francis uh, Graham. He actually said Iron Man, Captain America, and Hawkeye. Good choice as well. Well, Hawkeye wouldn't talk much, so definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it would be the balance. That he'd bring Hulk on there just because, like you know, someone would take the last of the cranberry sauce, and he'd just like, no. <laughs> just, now, would it be Red Hulk or just Green Hulk? Which Hulk are we going to go with for There's Green only Hulk? One Hulk. Okay. <laughs> well, I was thinking like cranberries. It's a little bit red, so maybe we'd go Red Hulk for that. Let's go pumpkin pie and just you know. Orange Hulk. Hulk. Okay. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Millie. Oh God, I want pumpkin pie right now. I know. That's what I was thinking. I'm... Uh, <laughs> I thought you were saying like I want pumpkin Hulk, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> pumpkin I... Hulk. <laughs> no, pumpkin screw Hulk. that. Just pumpkin pie. Yeah. You there, fan base, make pumpkin Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Melania Tribbiati said Patrick Stewart, yay there, uh, Carrie Ellis, and uh, Charles Schultz. So, yeah. That's an interesting mix. I like that last name. Schultz. No, 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 Tribbiati. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're reading it, too. You're like, Tribbiati, yes. Tribbiati, There's a lot of R's in there. Yeah, yeah, you got to get fixed up. Tribbiati. Sarah Winchester, Felicia Day, Gail Simone, and Nathan Fillion. Those three. I approve, yes. And smiley face. Yes. Uh, let see. We had Sarah Singer, David Tennant, Jill Thompson, and Neil Gaiman. Well, let's go back right. to Sarah's um, thing. Felicia Day. I don't yes. think I'd be able to function at a Thanksgiving dinner with Felicia Day. I would, I'd be, like, no. macking on her the whole night. She is such a nice person. So She is so pretty. Yeah. She'd be very gracious about it. Yeah, she's just nice, so it would be, yeah. <laughs> I'd be the one to change that, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate fans forever and ever because of that guy. She walks out of there just like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm going, like going, Jonathan, you ruined it. I'm going to go back to my Cheetos. What do you mean to? Don't be angry. <laughs> Don't hate me. Come back. <laughs> All right, and then um, where were we? Okay, we have uh, Joshua Kaiser. He said Luke Skywalker, Jon Snow, and Holder Jackson from Pern. Oh, 
that's right. I remember reading that one. I'm like, that's a good pull right there. I remember Wait. Jackson from Pern. Yeah, he was oh. like, hold your Jackson. I'm like, ah, oh, that name sounds familiar. From Pern. Oh, hey. Yeah, the, um, uh, if, I'm, if I'm right. God, it's been forever. He was the, the from the, the White Dragon. Yes, so, that yeah. sounds right. And God, I can't wait till that day where they're like, oh, guess what? Dragon Riders are part the movie. I would watch that. Now we've got the technology to be able to actually pull it off. The CG is there, I think. Yeah. Well, we were we were close when they released Dragonheart. You're like, well, I guess they could make a Dragon Riders a Pern as long as yeah, Sean But those ones, those ones were cool because they didn't show them too much, you sure. know? They kind of got around any kind of flaws they might have had. But now, I mean, after you're looking at the creatures that were flying around in Avatar, we could totally pull it off. Oh, it'd be wicked. Uh, uh, train your dragon. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Absolutely. Much better than Avatar, yes. <laughs> Uh, so, Sick Anthony, well, he's Sick Anthony now. He was Anthony on the Facebook. Uh, he said Kevin Smith, Stanley, and Spider Man. Good call. All right. I wonder how that would work out between having Stanley and Spider Man at the same table. Yeah, that seems like there'd be like a temporal like rift of some sort that would, you know, happen. Like he well, couldn't meet his own creation. It uh, yeah. wouldn't be boring. Yeah, definitely not. Because <laughs> then the doctor would show up and try to fix it. And... Yeah. <laughs> I just think that there would be like so much, so, you know, like such a lack of conversation between Stanley and Spider-Man because Spider-Man would be trying to tell him about his day and he's like, I know, yeah. I made you. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that shit last night and you're just like, oh, I'm sorry. I know everything there is to know about you. I can't ask you anything. I was thinking it'd be like, more like hero worship. I mean, he's kind of meeting his god. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had Stephen Henry. He said Tesla, Will Wheaton, and Chris Hardwick, which I cannot deny any of those because that sounds fantastic. It really yes. does. That's be an intellectual conversation right there. Indubitably. Indubitably. Uh, okay, so Eric Durr, he said the dwarves from Time Bandits, which I'm just going to point out is like eight or something like that. There was a lot of dwarves from that movie. Uh, Bender yes. and Zaphoid Beeblebrooks. <laughs> and he also put a maybe a couple of Muppets. So I guess, you know, he's going for more than three in this one. That's okay. Zaphoid. That's all right. Sorry. Oh, there we go. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm like so. <laughs> I'm just like who's. This? I was about to say, please, please don't tell me. I have to explain to you who Zephyr is, please. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, and I think that uh, question was actually really fun. I, it it, it really was. Yeah. Yeah, I, I tried to imagine that dinner though, like especially like because the question I had was like, is my family present or is this just me hanging out with them? Because the family's going to certainly add a little mix to it. I think we could cheat and like have a, a dinner that we invite each other to, and then we have more Ooh, than three. Like yeah, a yeah. comic issues dinner. Yeah, there you go. And then like, we also bring all three of our guests. So that way we'd have Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, uh, a few Kevin Smiths. I guess Kevin oh, Smith from Earth 2. You know what would well. happen, right? They'd be like, uh, Dan would be like, hey, uh, Ghostbusters 3, and Bill Murray would just be like, oh. you know, <laughs> you don't need to say anything else. Just, <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I told you I want to be a ghost. Of, yeah. Not, not at all. Uh, do we want some breaking news? Because something just broke right now. What's that? Right now? Uh, it's community news. Oh, go for it. Uh, somebody's leaving. What? He's old. <laughs> cricket, cricket, cricket. Until, come on. This, this, is, this is your okay, old dude community quitting. Uh, hmm. Oh, oh, the show community. Yes. A freaking... Um, Vacation guy, what's his name? Chevy Pierce. Chase. Uh, Pierce is his name on the show, and his real name is Chevy Chase. There we go. Chevy Chase is leaving community. I, I saw that coming. I saw no, that coming. I did too. I heard what he said about community, and boy, did I. Was, that's why my dinner table did not include Chevy Chase, even though at one point in time I used to really, really appreciate him. Yeah. No, no. I mean, like, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the first season, uh, his character is really likable and whatnot, but, like, by the second season, I. 
he he felt to be more of a burden on the story. He seemed to drag things down a lot. Well, he seemed uh, to be really episode. grumpy, like in the like. I, I know that it was what they made his character like, but it just was. It was no fun to watch him before. It was fun, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, because I mean, like in the first season, like you could tell how the the entire show took a different turn because, like, it, it started with um, Pierce and Troy being like the buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, I guess they wanted to have the uh, old guy and young guy type of team up, but then it turned out to be. Um, Jock and Dork to team up and and in the later episodes with Troy and Abed. But um as far as, you know, Pierce being a character on the show, like he started off a lot more likable than he ended up being because by the second like halfway through the second season he was similar to the Tagalong villain. Yeah, yeah. It, it just then, it just uh, yeah, no fun. But essentially we are now Chevy Chaseless. So just I can't remember what the comments were that Chevy Chase had made that uh, actually turned a lot of people so off. It was a very low rate um, sitcom show, and he had like he didn't really want anything to do with it or something like that. So damn, I'm surprised it took him this long to get out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, so his actual comments, and I'll, I'll read it here because I got it. Uh, it was a big mistake. I was sort of hung around because I have three daughters and a wife, and I figured out I might as well make some bread every week so I can take care of them in a way that they want. What a classless way to talk about okay. your employer. Okay, yeah. it goes more, it's, there's more. Uh, the hours are hideous, and it's still a sitcom on television, which is probably the lowest form of television. Ah. What a dick. I was like, geez. Damn. I was about to say he will be missed, but um, I'll hold that off for a little yeah. bit longer. No, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, so maybe Chevy, like, that just, it breaks the heart, but, you know, oh well. <laughs> Fine. We won't be invite. We won't be inviting him to dinner. Then no. that's fine. Dinner. Yeah. It's been canceled for him. I mean, Three Amigos Two is never going to happen. Yep. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> the new batch of Three Amigos, starring <laughs> Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen, <laughs> <laughs> and Bobcat. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> oh god! I just want to shoot myself. <laughs> and then Jonah Hill will be like, guys, what are we doing here? You know, and he's like, oh, come on. Guys, what the fuck? Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> that actually sounded a little more like Keanu Reeves in that True. one. Oh, okay. So let's throw Keanu in there. It's Keanu <laughs> now in this movie. Whoa. Why Whoa. not? Why am I on Whoa. the floor? Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> and then Droopy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that's going to pretty much wrap it up for Comic Issues tonight. Uh, you know, if you liked what you heard, you know, please go on iTunes. Give us a nice little review. Some stars. I mean, it'd be great. It's what helps keeps us going. Uh, we also have a Facebook at facebook.com slash comic issues. We also have a Twitter at twitter.com slash comic issues. You can always email us with any questions or comments at comicissues at gmail.com. And, of course, you know, go to the website comic-issues.com. Uh, thanks you for listening. It was a blast. Um, I'm Andrew Pline. Elizabeth Wallace. JP! Into his house. <laughs> and Droopy, come on. Where's Droopy? Droopy here. <laughs> can we get Love a bo- everybody. Can we get a Bobcat sign off? <laughs> oh, hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm so happy now. <laughs> All right, awesome. Well, thanks everyone, and we'll talk to you. Or was it good geeking? What's the sign out? Yeah, good geeking. Yeah, good geeking. <laughs>